Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that offers people facing divorce, trusted, vetted divorce professionals, a podcast, articles, a mobile app, and the free consult. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to Vester Capital, which is one of the Divorced Girl Smiling trusted professionals, specifically Elaine Moss and Pete Mullins. They are a team of financial advisors for Vester. They are my financial advisors, and I could not be happier with both the service and performance, and they specialize in helping people during and after divorce. And if you want to learn more, you can find them in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at vestercapital.com. So the title of this podcast is Want Peace After Divorce? One Thing That Will Truly Help. And it's kind of a rhetorical question. I mean, of course, everyone wants peace after divorce, right? So the idea of this podcast is to talk about one thing that I truly think will help you find peace after divorce. I think that there are certain people who find peace after divorce, and there are others who stay stuck in a place of frustration, anger, bitterness, in a state of war where they just want to keep fighting with their ex. I think the difference lies in one word, and that one word is self-awareness. So let me talk about that for a second. If you ask somebody, oh, why did you get divorced? Even like 20 years later, you might get one of these answers. My husband left me. My wife cheated. Uh, My husband's an asshole or my wife's a bitch, or, oh, we just grew apart, or we were really unhappy, or I don't know, we never loved each other, or how long do you have? (laughs) So I'm not judging anybody for the way he or she chooses to answer that question, or how they choose to remember in their mind about why they got divorced. But I think that if someone is truly self-aware, they will achieve peace and have the strength to live a beautiful and authentic life of happiness after divorce. So first I want to talk about the definition of self-awareness. What is that? The definition that I looked up is conscious knowledge of one's own character feelings, motives, and desires. People who have self-awareness and thus peace after divorce have this gift of being able to look within and realize that divorce is never black and white. They're able to take some accountability for their contribution to the marriage not working out. So people who have the ability To admit some of the fault is the difference in not only having peace after divorce, but in moving on and having better romantic relationships in the future. Even people whose spouse left them, I truly believe that if you 
think that you are a victim, which you are for a little while. I mean, it happened to you. Maybe you were blindsided. Maybe you had no idea. Even in those cases, if you can look in the mirror and say, here's what I need to work on. Here's what I could have done better. That doesn't mean that you think that your ex should have left you. It just means that you have the self-awareness to say, moving forward, here's what I'm going to do better in life and in love. Or let's say you wanted the divorce because let's say your husband had an addiction problem or your husband has no hobbies and he's too introverted or you're thinking of all these things that weren't making you happy in your marriage. Having self-awareness to say, well, here's what I do that isn't so great and I know it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get the divorce or you shouldn't want the divorce or that your husband or wife isn't those things. It just means that you realize that you are not perfect. And as humans, even if you're listening to this and you've never been divorced and you're happily married, having self-awareness just helps us grow and be better people. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with your host, Jackie Pilisoff. I'm talking about self-awareness, which is the key to having peace in divorce. I am going to take a short break, and when I come back, I'm going to talk about the journey of divorce, and I'm going to also give you an example of an email I got that was unbelievable showing self-awareness. We'll be right back. There's an old adage that a divorce can be as expensive as you make it, and there is some truth to that. That is why understanding a client's goals is so important. Some marriages can be brought to an end amicably, and the goal is to do so as efficiently and cost-effective as possible. On the opposite end of the spectrum, some parties are at odds, and it may take a scorch-the-earth approach for which you must prepare. Fortunately, the team at Varghese Somerset Family Law Group have experience handling both extremes and everything in between. There's no one-size-fits-all solution in family court, and the team at Varghese Somerset has proven results both inside and outside the courtroom. This is a wonderful firm based in Texas, and if you want to learn more or get a consultation, you can find them in the Trusted Partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at FamilyTexas.com. I also want to talk about Affiliates in Counseling, which is a wonderful therapy practice in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. Jason Price is the co-founder. I have known him for over a decade and I know a few of the other therapists, and they all have different niches. They can help people before, during, and after divorce. They do marriage counseling. They do child therapy, teens, young adults. And like I said, they all have different niches. Great, great practice. You can find them at affiliatesincounseling.net or in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff and I'm your host. I'm talking about self-awareness, the importance of it, and how to get it and learn how to be self-aware. 
I want to move on to talk about the journey of divorce. Divorce is a journey that is a really long journey. It starts the day you get separated and it ends the day your divorce is final. And honestly, it doesn't even end then. The divorce journey can take years because it is a journey of emotions and lessons and personal growth. And I want to say that I have been divorced for 18 years. And literally yesterday I was thinking, maybe I'm not over my divorce. Literally. And I've been in a wonderful relationship for eight years. My kids are grown. I'm friends with my ex. But there was something that sparked me and made me think, I need to look in the mirror and ask myself why I'm so angry about such and such. Am I not over this aspect of my divorce? And so that's what I'm talking about. And if you're not over your divorce in 18 years or a certain aspect of your divorce, that doesn't mean that you can't be happy. It doesn't mean that you can't move on in life. It doesn't mean that you can't move on in a relationship and be happy. But to recognize that, huh, Maybe I never really mourned this aspect of my divorce. So my point is, is that we're constantly growing and learning and getting to be better and better people. I think that divorce can be brutally painful. I'm talking about the beginning of a divorce. It can feel hopeless, but it can also feel wonderfully empowering. And I remember when I was getting divorced, it sort of felt like this roller coaster A lot of mistakes, a lot of downs, but a lot of ups where I was like, wow, things are really getting better. I didn't realize it could happen so quickly. I didn't realize I was this strong. I didn't realize how grateful I am for certain aspects in my life. And I honestly, you might hate me for saying this right now, but I think that people who are going through a divorce should feel grateful to have the privilege of this journey, no matter how painful it is at times. I'm not saying you should feel grateful that you got divorced or that your spouse left you or your marriage didn't work out, but try to feel some gratitude for the journey because really it is extremely empowering and you'll see, you'll see. It's it's really... I'm grateful for the journey. Part of the journey is self-reflection and looking back. Part of the journey is remembering the truth of what the marriage really was like. Some people, because they want to self-protect because it's just too painful, they only remember this blissful marriage they thought that was perfect until they found out their spouse cheated and left them. They fail to recall little subtle things that should have been red flags, that should have been signs that the marriage was troubled. Maybe they turned a blind eye because they didn't want to be divorced. They thought, there's no way I could survive it. So it was too painful. It was too scary to see it. So they just don't see it. Other people decide that their ex is the devil that their ex was 100% to blame, that they did everything right and their ex left. Now, I get it and I could see how somebody would feel that way. And I'm not saying that someone who had an affair or ended a marriage should be vindicated and it was okay. 
I think having an affair is a selfish thing to do. It's a hurtful thing to do to everyone involved, in my opinion. But if you were cheated on, I don't think you were perfect either because no one is perfect. And if a person is willing to face up to that fact, they're better off in getting to a place of peace. Because really, when we look in the mirror and we say, maybe I'm not so perfect. Maybe I thought I knew everything. It's very empowering. And it also promotes self-love and forgiveness of oneself. And it allows you to move on. Now, I want to move on to this comment I got. Because I get tens of thousands of comments and questions to Divorce Girl Smiling via emails and on the articles. And here's what one guy wrote. Divorce sucks. I did a lot of wrong things in my marriage and I don't blame her for leaving. I own it. I do wish, however, she stayed to see my transformation and give us another chance. I hate that we can't be together as a family with the kids. I hate some other male figure that will be in my kids' lives. But I did it and I own it. At least I'm becoming a better person as a result. And then he said, hashtag get clean and sober. Now, whoever this guy is, I want to give him a huge hug and tell him how extremely amazing I think he is. Why? Because a couple things he wrote in his email. I don't blame her for leaving. I own it. I did it. I'm becoming a better person. These are statements that people with self-awareness make. This guy is remorseful, takes true accountability for his actions. And because of this, I think he has a better chance of finding inner peace and leading a happier, healthier, more fulfilling life, which includes a future romantic relationship. His hashtag get clean and sober speaks volumes because I think that the crux of alcoholism is self-awareness, admitting that you have a problem, which is part of the disease. Some people can't do that. I think this guy has guts and I have immense respect for him. Put in the context of divorce, self-awareness is having the courage to look in the mirror and say, a lot of this or some of this or a little bit of this was my fault. Now, that doesn't mean beating yourself up. It doesn't mean harping on regrets and obsessing about them and thinking about them. It doesn't mean kicking yourself. But what it means is seeing your mistakes, forgiving yourself, and then using what happened to be a better person and a better partner in your next relationship. I'll never forget this one time I was at a Chicago Bears game. And there was this guy sitting behind me and he was talking to his friends and we started talking to these guys and we got to be friends with them by the end of the game. And the guy said, oh, you know, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm this divorce blogger, whatever. It was a long time ago. And he said, oh, you know, I'm divorced. And then during the night, he ended up saying, you know, I didn't treat my ex-wife like I should have. I loved her so much and I did some really stupid things that I regret now. And I tried very hard to get her back, 
but I couldn't. And now I have to live with that. And I couldn't believe it because I think most people would have just said, oh, my wife left me. And that's the end of story. For this guy to have the guts was so refreshing. He's not playing the victim. He's taking responsibility. And I think there's a lot of people probably listening right now that are thinking, I wish my ex-husband would say that or my ex-wife, I wish she would say that. And you're right, because it is a gift to have self-awareness like that. So don't feel badly if your ex is not saying or feeling this. Most people can't. So in closing, what I want to say is to really move on, you need to have self-awareness. Without it, I don't think your future will be as satisfying and as wonderful as it could be. How do you get self-awareness? Well, you just listen to this podcast. So that's one step. But another suggestion I have in getting self-awareness is to sit down and make a list of things you'd like to change about yourself. I'm not saying you should say, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to go to the gym more. Although you can put that on your list. But I'm saying reflect in your marriage And be as specific as to say things like, when my husband wanted to move, I fought him on it. And maybe I should have been more open-minded. When my husband wanted to go back to school, or when my wife wanted to go back to school and get another degree, I fought her on it. Maybe in my next relationship, I'll be a little more supportive professionally. Um, What's another example? When my wife wanted to go to counseling, I wouldn't even hear of it. I'm going to be more open-minded and maybe now I need to go to therapy. So see what I'm saying? If you write things down, maybe you'll see it clearly. And I truly think other things that help are having faith, maybe putting religion or spirituality back into your life, going to therapy, And here's a big one, listening to the people you love. Like I know my mom always tells me things and I always brush it off. And then I'm like, okay, mom, whatever. And then later I go back and I think, oh my gosh, she's right. I should listen to her. So listen to the people you know have your back. Having self-awareness is about opening your mind. It's about remembering things as they really happened, not what's convenient or what you wish would have happened. It's not easy to have self-awareness and it can be painful, but I'm telling you in the end, you're going to love yourself for having the courage to do it. So in closing, I want to just tell you that I think the journey of divorce never really ends but it is melted into the journey of life and people who are equipped with self-awareness will not only have a better journey, but they'll be able to live each day moving forward with four things, grace, courage, strength, and the best one, authenticity. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you want to find wonderful, trusted, vetted divorce professionals, or you want to listen to more podcasts, read more articles, download my mobile app, or sign up for my free consult, 
which is a 30-minute meeting with me, which is confidential, complimentary, and I will tell you about the trusted professionals I think will be a great fit for you in your divorce. If you want any of those things, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I wish you all the best, and I'll talk to you real soon.